This is some interesting news that dropped yesterday. Seven major automakers say they're going to be joining forces. These are General Motors, BMW, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Mercedes, and Stellantis. They will be building a North American electric vehicle charging network. They say it'll rival Tesla's and nearly double the number of fast charging plugs in the uh, charging plugs in the U.S. and Canada. I think to a lot of people, this is what they've been waiting for. Once the infrastructure is there, we'll go. We'll go electric. Sure, I'll buy. Daniel Breton is president and CEO of Electric Mobility Canada. He joins the Kelly Cotrera show to talk about this. Welcome to the program. Hi. Seems How like are you? I'm great, Daniel. Thanks for being here. Seems like this is a long time coming, huh? <laughs> Build it, and they will come. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, it, it's funny that some manufacturers would mention Tesla, but actually Tesla offered a long time ago, like 10 years ago, to to work uh, collaboratively in a way to uh, install EV chargers across North America and the world. And uh, most of them would have none of it. So I'm really glad to see that these car manufacturers are joining forces to make sure that uh, we develop Actually, what they mentioned is not a charging network, but it's a fast charging network. So we're talking about DCFCs. We're not talking about level two chargers here. Okay, so give us the difference in in the charging networks. Well, I mean, if you're if you're plugging your car to a level two charger, it's going to take you anywhere between four to uh, eighteen hours. If you plug your car to a fast or super fast charger, it can take between fifteen minutes and an hour. Uh, depending on the vehicle and the, the speed of charging of the vehicle itself. So we're talking real fast charging here, uh, 350 kilowatts. Uh, and one thing that a lot of people might have not noticed, but in the, in the announcement yesterday, they mentioned that they would adopt what we call plug and charge technology, which means that instead of having to go on an app and then starting the app, making sure it works, or using a card. You just have to plug the card and everything is automatic, which means that it's even easier than having to go to a gas station. Wait a minute. I, I don't I don't have an EV. So what do you mean app? Can you walk us through this for people that don't have EVs? You have to download an app in order to charge up your car? Depending on the brand, uh, it does happen. Because most networks right now, uh, you go, you charge your vehicle either by using a card, a dedicated card for, let's say, a flow chart, flow network, or a, a circuit electric network, or IV network. Mm -hmm. But you can have to download an app uh, on your phone, and you can start charging through the app. But plug and charge means that uh, you don't even have to get the card out or the app out. You just have to plug the car and it, it recharges the vehicle and you get the invoice directly to your phone. So it's even easier than having to go to a gas station. And this is what Tesla has been doing for years. And uh, I think that people see the advantage of going with plug and charge instead of the normal system that we are seeing with electric vehicles. Lots uh, smoother. Earlier on, I think it was a few months ago, um, basically all the major car companies or it could have just it, yeah my memory is failing here it might have just been one of the big three might have been gm but somebody said yeah we will be using uh, tesla's north american charging standard plugs as we move forward for our vehicles yeah. so they're adopting tesla's these will be part of this new charging network i'm assuming so what they're saying is that they will have two charger, uh, two uh, systems, either CCS, which is the normal system, and the NACS, with the te with the, which is the Tesla system. So these two standards mean that Shademo is on its way out. 
which was like the beta max of charging, but let's face it. So people will either be able to charge their vehicles on one of those 30,000 fast chargers using a CCS charger or NACS charger. So what that means is that it's going to make things a lot easier for everybody that owns uh, this network, uh, everybody that owns one of those cars. Um, I think it's worth noting, though, that Toyota and Volkswagen are not, are not part of this, which is interesting and odd because after all these are the two largest car manufacturers in the world hmm. so i would i'm really interested to see why why that is well why are they Volkswagen just gonna piggyback and let everybody else pay for it is that what's going on i i don't know hmm. too early to tell but i mean if i were another manufacturers i would i would not encourage the car manufacturers or the car buyers of volkswagen and toyota to be able to plug on their network because if they're paying for it you see the point. I mean, uh, I think I think that they missed uh, an opportunity here. Mm -hmm. the The funding isn't just going to come from automakers. I, I understand they're going to actually lean heavily into some uh, U.S. Uh, government funds from uh, bipartisan infrastructure that will uh, they'll be able to access for the network. Yeah, so we're expecting public funding from the U.S. and from Canada as well, but a significant part will also come from the private sector. But you know, it's. Honestly, it's more than overdue uh, mm -hmm. because most car manufacturers were not interested in, uh, in in investing in EV infrastructure. They thought, let's uh, rely on third parties, but let's face it, not all third parties are reliable. Uh, and that's why they have to come up with their own solution. Uh, we have great networks in Canada and the U.S., some of them not so great, and some of them really very bad. Let's face it. And I understand, you know, they want to move their product. We have targets. The government has set them, like them or don't like them. Uh, the government set targets for us to be in EVs when we buy new cars and new uh, vehicles moving forward. So uh, in order to hit those and in order to sell your vehicle, you have to make sure that people have confidence in the infrastructure. If it's not there, they're not going to buy it. We, we're seeing that right now, right? There's a, I can open up the phone lines. So people will, A, bring up battery range, and they'll also bring up charging stations. You know, you're absolutely right. And one of the reasons why Tesla vehicles are selling so well, so well is because of the fact they have a really reliable and well-developed network. So if the other manufacturers were investing billions of dollars in EV manufacturing, EV manufacturing want to keep up and want you know to be able to be part of the game, they have to invest in infrastructure as well. Hey, very quickly, before I let you go, I have about a minute here with you. Did you hear about this Ontario mom says her and her nine-year-old daughter got locked into their Tesla when their battery failed? You Are know you what? Uh, it doesn't make sense because if the battery fails, on, on both doors, you have an electric door opener, but yeah. you have a mechanic door opener as well. So you can open the door just with the handle. But it seems that some people doesn't don't even know that the handle exists. Right. So, it, in fact, she said, you know, it took me a little while to remember about the emergency release because my daughter was panicking. But good to know, yeah. and I'm happy you told us about that. Somebody into Tesla is going, right, emergency, right, it's right there. It's underneath the handle. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. And here's hoping that, you know, we get that infrastructure up and running soon, soon, soon. I agree. Have a great day, Daniel. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Daniel Breton is president and CEO of Electric Mobility Canada.